Merry Christmas, and welcome to Casual Conversations, brought to you by Momentum Ministries, helping you attain, maintain, and regain spiritual momentum. During this Christmas season, Pastor Scott is asking our guests, what is your favorite Christmas gift? In addition, he will ask them to make a spiritual application from that gift. Let's join Pastor Scott and today's guest. Good morning, and thank you for listening to uh, today's Casual Conversation. Merry Christmas to all of you. And as you know, as Amy mentioned in the introduction, we're talking about our favorite Christmas gifts and trying to see, as we think back to our childhood, uh, trying to see if there's a spiritual lesson that we can gain or a life lesson that we can gain from those Christmas gifts that we remember with the, uh, with the most fondness in our heart. And uh, with us today is a great friend of mine, Happy Guy. And I just want to welcome you, Happy, on the program. Good morning. Well, good morning, Pastor Scott. Thanks for um, thanks for this invitation to join you today. Well, I'm not sure uh, how the weather is where you are uh, right now in Charleston. It's sunny and it's cool, but it's uh, it's warm enough. <laughs> how is it where uh, you are? Um. Jim said this morning, he said it's 33 degrees out, so it's pretty nippy. That sounds it's, chilly. Yeah, that's a little chilly, and uh, we've had some beautiful fall mornings lately. The trees are beautiful, and um, I think it'll warm up to about 60 today, so we can handle that. Yeah, that, that's not bad. Um, you, you don't have your Christmas decorations out yet, but uh, that's coming, I'm uh, sure uh maybe this year there many of them are in storage so it'll, it'll be a little different this year but um um but yeah i do enjoy usually decorating for christmas yeah yeah well uh, i'll just uh, i'll let our readers know a little bit that uh, i met you happy uh, oh it's back in 2009 i think it was yes when i became the pastor at uh, bethel church of the nazarene and uh, you were uh, a member of the church there, a tender, a, a, a lover of Jesus and a worshiper of God and a, a friend of mine. So I, I appreciate that so much. And happy you and your husband, Jim, have been very uh, uh, important in our lives, important in our ministry there. But uh, more than that, important as friends to us. And so and we just want you to know that, that we love you. So um, anything that you want to add about how why in the world you're on this podcast with me? I guess maybe a little guilt for, uh, did I guilt you into this? No, I don't think so. But I do have um, good memories of when you and Lana came to Bethel. It, it, was a good, it was a good place to enjoy life and to have uh, lots of friends over. And um, so um, I'm, I've always, I think in the past few years, I've I've felt very thankful that much of my adult life here in the past uh, 16 years were spent right here. We were on the home place where I grew up. And um, I've thought, I guess, more as an adult, how blessed we've been to not had to live in an urban area. While I know some people enjoy that, I I have been very thankful to wake up in the morning and look out and see trees and fields and um, recently combines, <laughs> combining those fields, but you know, creeks and woods and ponds and barns. It's just, 
it's just my preference for living. Um, so not that it's perfect, but I, I like country life and I'm uh -huh. thankful for it. We have two uh, adult sons and seven wonderful grandchildren, uh, various ages. We have a senior in high school this year. And then oh my. we also we also have one just starting preschool. Um, so they're, they're a delight and a joy. And, uh, we get to see, we get to see them every so often. And, uh, we're thankful for that. I went to a little country church, which had been a one room schoolhouse where my oh. father had attended school. That was a church that I went to and my parents didn't go. But they, they took us there and dropped us off, which was it was close enough to walk, actually. But um, my grandmother was my Sunday school teacher. So I've, I've thought back to that many times um, that I probably got early Christian training there in that little church. I can remember sitting in the services, you know, after Sunday school. And this was a very small congregation. I remember enjoying the music, the hymns, and how heartily the people would sing, you know, for so few of them. Then I went to, went to Asbury College for about a year and a half. And there, I, I really met the Lord. I wish I could say that I remained faithful, but I didn't. But I, I did have an experience with the Lord in a chapel service. But fortunately, not not very long after that, um, I had another experience with the Lord at Bethel Church of the Nazarene, and that's where I met Jim. A few years later, we were married. We raised our children there. Our church, our our lives centered around church life and um, our friends there, and so good years. And we're still there. <laughs> Amen. That's good. I'm so. I am so glad that you landed there and I landed there, Landon and I, along with you, Jim. But um, when I first came to Bethel, you were on the platform and you had a 12 string guitar. You remember that, oh of course, <laughs> and, uh, and singing and leading, yeah. uh, leading yeah. worship or leading along with the worship leader. Well, so music's yeah. a, a big part of your life, isn't it? Well, I love it. Yeah. I don't think I'm all that good at it, but I do love it. I enjoy it. Let's talk a little bit about Christmas. Um, what's your favorite uh, Christmas gift? Well, there have been many special ones, but um, one that I remember getting was a pogo stick. This was probably after I had quit thinking that Santa left all of our gifts. You know, I grew up believing in Santa Claus and uh, we always had wonderful Christmases, and um, but one year I think um, it was when my parents knew I was to the age where instead of asking what do you want Santa Claus to bring you, they just said what what would you like for Christmas this year, and um, I asked for a pogo stick. I think I'd probably seen one in a Sears catalog or a commercial somewhere. I don't know, but I asked for a pogo stick. So that's, that's what I did. I, I eventually learned to, um, to maneuver pretty well on it. It took some practice. And of course, getting it for Christmas, it wasn't um, 
the weather wasn't very conducive at the time to head outside and practice a lot, but we had a full basement under the house, so oh. I could practice down there. I got pretty good on it, I guess, because I could go up the basement ramp. We had a ramp that came down into the basement. You could actually pull the car down into the basement, but I could go up and down the ramp, and then I got to where I could actually jump a step, and I could jump up a couple of steps to get up onto the porch. Oh my. Of course, I would never, I would never try that now. But um, I used to just love the pogo stick. So you were a pretty excited girl when when uh, you opened that gift, yeah. weren't you? Well, typically what we would do is um, my sisters and I had bedrooms upstairs, and we would um, we were always instructed not to get up in the middle of the night on you know Christmas. Christmas morning and but we had a landing at the bottom of the stairs and I know we would sneak downstairs it was always dark we would sneak downstairs my parents had left the light on uh, it's the only time they would have done this left a light on just the Christmas tree light they would leave that on overnight on Christmas Eve and uh, my older sister and I would sneak downstairs very quietly we didn't want the stairs to creak because we knew our parents would hear that their bedroom was on the first level, but we would sneak downstairs very quietly and stop on the landing and just look over at the Christmas tree and the gifts around it. And then um, we would hope that we didn't hear our father say, what are you girls doing? It's five <laughs> in the morning, get back to bed. <laughs> uh -huh. But I remember looking over and seeing that pogo stick just leaning there against the gifts. Hi, this is Amy. We at Momentum Ministries wish you a very Merry Christmas. Are you looking for a Christmas gift that will be enjoyed every day, all year long, and help you or a friend attain, maintain, and regain spiritual momentum? Visit our website at MomentumMinistries.org and order a copy of The Climb, a daily devotional created to help you engage with the Word of God daily. Order today to receive in time for Christmas. Well, Happy, um, I bet you know what a sermon in a sack is. Do you? I, I've heard that, and I believe you did a few of those at Bethel, didn't you? Okay. Did well, you do it? I have done them, yes. I've done sermon okay. in a sack there. But uh, tell, our, tell our listeners, what, what is a sermon in a sack? I think it's what, you know, children are invited to bring an object from home put it in a bag and uh, the pastor would then call the children up. He would choose one of those bags, take the object out. And it was of course a surprise to the pastor. And he would have to quickly come up with a sermon built around whatever object was in that bag. Okay. So I'm going to give you an assignment now. <laughs> You, okay. you, you described that perfectly. So uh, Santa has a big bag, a big sack. He's got one that's uh, big enough to, to uh, carry a pogo stick in. Oh. So if you were going to have a sermon from Santa's sack about this favorite Christmas gift, put you on the spot here. What would mm -hmm. you say that or what sermon would you give us from that pogo stick? Well, 
you know, you can't operate on a pogo stick if you're leaning too far in one direction. You have to keep it upright. And I think that was probably the biggest thing that I had to learn as I was learning to use my pogo stick was don't don't lean your body. And, you know, you want to do that, but you've got to keep it upright. Stay upright. And I think of all the scriptures where uh, we are we are taught we are told and taught about the blessings for the upright in heart and um i thought back to a few of those scriptures um and so i'll share those with you okay that'd be great that's okay um there's one and this is from psalm 11 for the lord is righteous he loves righteousness and his countenance beholds the upright. Uh, that's verse seven from Psalm 11. But I, I just, and there's several letters I, I can share, but um, I just thought, you know, th- through, throughout life, s- stay upright. Don't, don't get away from what you know to be um, the laws, the commandments of God. Keep your living upright, keep your focus upright on the Lord. Um, be upright in character and heart and attitude. Um, I'm going to read a few other scriptures if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Unto the, the upright, there arises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. That is from Psalm 112 verse 4. And I've, I've thought of that more recently, I guess, because I think of all the darkness in the world um, right now. But um, for the upright in heart, we're, we're able to see through that. We are able to see the, the, light, of, the light of the Lord leading us, just, just as he led the Israelites through the wilderness, you know, the pillar of fire. Um, so I just think upright living is a blessing from God. It's, it's a requirement and, um, and it's, it's a joy. Um, so let uprightness preserve me, uh, integrity and upright and uprightness preserve me, Lord, for I wait for you. And that is from Psalm 25 and um, here's another one from Psalm 97. Light is sown for the righteous and gladness for the upright in heart. And, you know, if if we didn't have an upright spirit and attitude and life, um, it would be easy to lose sight of God's goodness in these times. Because with, with all the crazy ideologies and just the darkness in the world, the sin, the evil, um, I, I just, I don't know what we would do without the light of the Lord and living in an in, in uprightness. So these scriptures mean a lot to me. I appreciate uh, your sharing with us today about living upright and keeping that pogo stick upright. Uh, would you mind uh, praying uh, for our listeners today? I, I certainly would, would be happy to, Pastor. 
Okay, let's pray. Lord, um, I am personally thankful for this time with Pastor Scott. And um, I know that many of the listeners out there may be struggling with different issues of life. Um, these are difficult times for many people. But I pray, Lord, that we would be encouraged to live for the Lord, to not waver in our faith and um, our determination to serve him with glad hearts, your goodness, even in the midst of uh, trouble and evil in the world, your light shines through. And we're thankful for that, Lord, for your leading us and your, your guidance in our lives every day. And we want to serve you, Lord. Help us to do that with an upright heart. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, again, I, I appreciate you being on. And uh, thanks, for, uh, thanks for everybody listening in today for today's casual conversation. Uh, remember this, a gift that is given must be received. And uh, receive the gift of God's life through Jesus Christ this Christmas season. Uh, God bless you. That's it for today's casual conversation. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us on Momentum Ministries Casual Conversations. Visit our website at MomentumMinistries.org. That's Momentum Ministries with two M's in the middle, dot O-R-G. Merry Christmas and have a great day.